Hello, everyone. Welcome to the eTech Leadership Table. This is a podcast where we invite you to pull up a chair, grab a cup of coffee, and join us as we tackle some remarkable discussions on everything leadership. I'm Melissa Wood. I'm your host. I'm the Dean of Leadership Development at eTech Global Services. Yeah, so that's that culture of feedback. Um, so creating a culture where we can have open discussions, we can talk about different things. Um, we want to have feedback. Feedback is extremely important, positive and and even just the negative. Um, yeah. Now there's, you know, we talk about two different ways, or they talk about two different ways in here, and that's the reinforcing and the redirecting. So reinforcement, obviously. You have behaviors that are good. They're things that you want uh, to continue. You want the team to see um, as good things. So you're enforcing or encouraging that behavior. Um, you're building that confidence, right? You're, you're teaching people that, hey, this is this is what what we want. This is great. You know, um, I get rewarded for this, or I get recognized when I do these things, and I'm going to keep it up, and I'm going to be encouraged to keep doing more and better. Um, everybody feels appreciated. Um, so you want that open atmosphere, right? Um, redirecting, we come up with, um, you've got uh, just, there's things that, that maybe not the greatest, uh, maybe they affect performance of the employee, maybe they uh, affect the team in a negative way. Um, you know, maybe you have to have that disciplined conversation about something that happened. Um, it's just, it's kind of part of the deal. It's not the great part of the deal, but it comes with the territory. Um, you can't uh you can't just give feedback though um and not you know especially with the negative you got to reinforce it with something positive so part of the activities with this yeah. course was that they tasked us with speaking with a peer or meeting with a peer just talk about their experiences and i, I met with a, a gentleman um and his advice was you know hey yep you're gonna you're gonna have to do the bad things it's just you know again part of the territory but what he said is important is you don't dwell on it. You don't linger on it. It's get the discipline or the, you know, the negative feedback out of the way. Just let's, we're going to talk about it quick. We're going to get it done and then follow it up with something positive. Hey, yep. Yeah. Made a mistake. Mistakes happen. We make bad decisions, whatever. We're going to move on because you still do great things. Let's say you got a good employee that still does good things. They screwed up once. We don't want them to worry about that screw up because that's going to negatively yeah. affect them and their performance going forward. So it's, hammer it and then hey you still do great job here keep up the great work let's get back out there and get back to it so that was that was important yeah. it's something i don't think a lot of people do well um but it is important to think about um so that was that was a good one um and then you know having a, a feedback loop so you know i i'm providing feedback to my team or we're providing feedback to our employees but are they giving us feedback? Are, are they right. worried about giving us feedback? Because if I don't know what I'm doing and I'm making their life miserable for some reason, yeah. if, they, if I don't know about it, I can't change it. So yeah. you want want to have that open conversations. You're providing good feedback. Yeah, you're going to have to provide the negative feedback. But then, yep, are your employees, do they feel comfortable coming to you with their feedback for you? Um, part of yeah. those conversations that we have and just eliciting feedback from your team, asking them, Hey, how do I do, you know, or what do I do that, you know, causes your headaches? Um, yeah. 
that's a good you know, one. It's great to ask. Yeah, I mean, you got to ask those questions. You got to figure it out. But um, the downside is if you ask those questions, you get that feedback from your team and they say, yeah, you know, kind of a pain in the butt when you do this. Okay, mm -hmm. cool. It's good to know that. But did you do anything about it? And are you going to encourage <laughs> them to come to you with more? Because if you're not going right. to commit to action, they're not going to keep coming to you with stuff. You know, so if you're not Great. committed to changing anything, it's useless to ask for it in the first place. That's that's real talk right there. That's that's why mm -hmm. you're here to, because you're real. <laughs> you're you're just spitting. You know, in the teenage world, there's they would say, Jason, you're spitting facts. You are spitting facts, Jason. <laughs> right. You're spitting facts. I love I love the re. Like, it's very clear because you say culture of feedback. Okay, well, that's a great book title, but I love the way you broke it out to reinforcing and redirecting, right? Why is it that police officers never reinforce? They only redirect. redirect. <laughs> they never pull me over and say, Melissa, you're driving so well today. It's always the redirect, right? Yeah. And yeah. Then, um, yeah. yeah, you never. It's kind of like what yeah. you said in the police. Like, we should probably go and train the police officer association about how we have got to even as a police officer, you need to, you said, I only saw my boss when I did something bad. Well, there needs to be some reinforcing of your good behavior, right? Well, the, the interesting part was the, the facilitator that uh, put on our, our uh, eight week course or whatever, he was also former law enforcement. So him and I had a couple, you know, good back and forth of like, man, you get, you should really get into the police departments with this stuff. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. The, so those were, those are, that's golden tools. Uh, you're putting these golden tools in our backpack. I don't know about the rest of you podcasters, but my backpack is getting full over here. The other one is the uh, feedback loop. That's beautifully said. The feedback loop, and you had some really golden things in there, um, yeah. and just some raw, real things in there. One thing that's helped me over the years is I ask these two questions. Do you want to know the two questions? Or are you going to skip them? You do? No. Are you sure? Yeah, I want to hear them. Okay. Yep. All right. So I ask, because I get asked, Melissa, how do I manage up like, to my boss, or how do I get feedback from the people that work for me? So here's what's worked for me. I'm not saying they'll work for you, but here's two questions that have been very helpful to Melissa. When I'm talking to my boss uh, or when I'm trying to manage up or uh, with people that work for me or even in my personal life. Two questions. Number one, I say, what is one thing, one or two things that I'm currently doing that you want me to stop doing? You would like for me to stop doing. Yep. And I That's hush. I don't, I just hush. I just sit there until there's like, I and I, my goal here is I may not speak until they speak. Like they have to break the silence. If we're just sitting there staring for five minutes, it gets really awkward. Okay. <laughs> because I'm waiting for some sort of response. Sure. Okay. Yep. And then I'll say, what are one or two things that I'm currently doing that you want me to keep doing? Hmm. Okay, so I'm looking for what do you what is something I'm doing that you want me to stop doing? And then what are one or two things that I'm currently doing that you want me to keep doing? So that that kind of goes into your feedback loop. And that helps me to reinforce behaviors that they want me to keep doing. And it redirects me. So I take ownership of it. I don't wait for my boss to tell me or I don't um, wait as a as the leader to get feedback from those that work with me. It kind of it's been helpful to me. So hopefully that's yeah. something that will help no, our podcast maybe those are good yeah no i um <laughs> and one other one other point too that i uh, failed to mention um when i was talking with this peer too he he always mentioned you know part of that to get that conversations going um and to keep 
you know, keep your employees engaged too in, 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 in listening some of that feedback is he said, every time I have a conversation with them, I tell them something good that they're doing. And I continue That's to encourage it. that positive behavior because you said that that team, if they know that they that you appreciate everything that they're doing for you, they will work harder for you. Oh, wow. I think some personality, I think we. this is a good uh, self-check. You're taking notes here. Just think about the meetings that you've had this week. Let's say even it's with your kids. This is when this is at, when this is the leadership table, right? Because we're leading at home, too. Have, have you given positive feedback? Have you said specifically something that they're doing that you think that they, that, that, that they're doing really well that you keep, that you want them to keep doing? So let your walk match your talk. If you cannot go back and say this week already, you have not given, is, I'm not talking about good job, high five. No, I'm saying Jason, you know, when you held these one-on-ones every week or Jason, you cooked dinner and it was fabulous, you know, so specific feedback. Okay. Number five, we're rocking the last two, rocking the last yeah. two. Uh, so then, then we go into five. So lead your team with, uh, or lead your team through change. So, um, this one was talking about the change um, or a change, process change, whatever. Um, there's different zones in that change. Um, or there's different pieces to that change. Um, so it's kind of a new way to think about it a little bit and just, you know, what okay. it's going to take to get through change, right? Um, so similar to, um, you know, how we're setting our team up for success, you kind of have to do the same thing with, with change. Um, you have to get the buy-in on the change because again, you're going to have roadblocks. You're going to have those people who are going to, I've been doing this for, you know, X amount of years and I'm not changing. Um, so yeah. you're going to have to deal with that. that. Those are important conversations. Um, change is going to be the most difficult when your team's not ready to go. Um, so take the time to understand the opposition, what might be causing pause for the team, what are things that they're nervous about or worried about, um, you know, get through that and, and that's going to help you along the way. Um, change is not always going to follow your timeline. It's, you know, we might set out with, this is how we're doing it. It may not follow that all the time. Um, you got to have, during your change, you got to commit to regular check-ins, um, and discussions and share experiences because you might have some people that are having trouble with the change. You might have some of them who are like, Hey, this is great. And I figured it out already. Are they talking? Are they sharing their success with the others? So that the others are like, Oh, I didn't know you could do that. Or that's cool. That probably would have helped me out. So having those conversations, having that check-in, um, sharing our experiences and talking about it, um, that's going to help you be successful with that change. But again, there's going to be bumps in the road. So you're just going to have to take it in stride um, and work through it. And ha again, having those conversations is going to help with that. Um, and then the one that they kind of hammered home a little bit was after the change is done, talk about the success. How did we do? Uh -huh. um, where did we get? Uh, where did we start? And how did we get there? Um, once the team realizes that, Hey, this wasn't so bad, it's going to make future changes go a lot better. Um, they're going to be less resistant because, Hey, you know, we, we've done it before we can do it again. You know? Um, so if, if you do it successfully, you have those conversations, you work through those problems, share the success. Um, it's just going to be a big, big help to any future 
issues or change that you go through. I don't see a lot of leaders doing that. Um, that's a, that's a good reminder today about mm -hmm. we 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 gear up for change. We we send out information. We do all that. But I don't see the follow up of the change. Like like you said, yeah. like where'd we start? How'd we get there? How'd we finish? You know, and this kind of walking mm -hmm. through a memory lane of, you know, I I, I do a marriage coaching outside of um, of work, and one thing that I learned is when you're when you're dealing with a couple that are uh, going through difficult times in their marriage, you need to go back to times that they've overcame things. Like we go back, we call them pillars, right? We go back yep. to like key stepping stones of when you've overcome something in this relationship. And I get them to tell me about, tell me, you know, in the first five years of your marriage, you know, what's something that you overcame and they, they walk through it. And then we go the next years, you know, we walk through it. And when they're able to walk through like how they've overcome like change in their lives or, or, or difficult times, it helps them to, to resolve what's happening now. So I really like the way you're saying, go back and revisit it. It's like we just go through this change and then we move on to the next change. And I think that's such an important tool. Thank you for, for sharing that. That's brilliant. That's, that's really yeah, good. And so it, it kind of goes in hand with uh, kind of the project management that I've been dabbling into. And, um, yeah. you know, when I was doing some, some other projects, I was kind of being forced to kind of, I mean, not forced, but, you know, suggested, Hey, do these check-ins and things like that. And I was just like, oh, okay, this is just part of the process. <laughs> but this yeah. just kind of hammers that point home of like, Oh, okay. This is why this is helpful to do these yeah. things. And, and even if maybe it's not successful or maybe it's not the greatest change in the world, but now we learn, we can talk about those lessons as well. Yeah. I love that. And that is big, the key pillar of project management. You, you've mm -hmm. got, you're just putting all sorts of stuff in your backpack. Okay. <laughs> and I know that, I mean, I'm just seeing like, uh, I'm just really seeing you flourish in this leadership aspect of it. Right. Just cause yeah. you've got such, that's why we wanted to talk to you today is you've got such real world examples and it's just so genuine. So, all right, let's hit it out of the park or let's drive through this mud puddle yeah. on the number six. You ready? <laughs> Yeah, so this is the last one, but I, I, you know, when we talk about the order at the beginning there, I, this one should have been number one as far as I'm concerned. Okay. Um, they have it last, but, you know, neither here nor there, but it talks about manage your time and energy. Um, okay. I, I think this is, for me, this is a huge one, but so many other people um, in, in our culture today, I think, just miss this. Um, it's a... Uh, you know, you probably heard the exercise about talking about like the big rocks and the little rocks, like what's mm -hmm. important. Um, you know, too much time is spent focusing on those little rocks and we're not making the mainstays, those big rocks. So, so they talk about, I must manage my time and energy to be an effective leader. So, you know, you're keeping your commitments. You are investing in relationships. Um, you believe in taking breaks and vacations. Um, because what they, what they preach is that you can't prioritize your team if you don't prioritize yourself first. And this goes along with at home too. If you're not prioritizing your family, everything's coming before your family, you know, things are going to derail. It's like you talked about with your marriage counseling. Um, <clears throat> so you have to really think about how you approach your life. What's important to you. Work is work, you know, um, at the end of the day, something happens they're going to replace you um now you can still be committed to your work but you also have to commit to those important things those mainstays um so taking that time for yourself um and 
you know, I, my downside, I think, is uh, they talked about setting a set schedule. If your schedule is eight to five, you sign on at eight and you sign off at five. And if you take an hour lunch, make sure you take that lunch. You don't eat at your desk and continue to work. I am very guilty of that. Um, yeah. You know, or my wife will tell me, eh, you work till 530 today or whatever. You know, we'll hear about that sometimes. Um, so it's really starting to think about that uh, more holistically of like, no, nope, yeah. work is work. I'm going to get my stuff done. The work's going to be there tomorrow, regardless. Yep. Um, when you come back, it's going to be there. Um, you, you, you can get it done. But um, yeah, if I'm running around like crazy, um, yeah. I can't I can't effectively manage my team. And I, I've seen that downfall of <clears throat> if I've got my head cut off um, and I'm just on autopilot, the team is going sideways and things aren't happening. Absolutely. Um, I've seen that. I've lived it. Um, and now I've learned to be a little bit more focused on that kind of stuff yeah. and not just like, oh, I'm burying my head in the sand and doing my thing. Um, so, and so they talk about too, just prioritizing your week. Um, you know, is it Monday morning? You just kind of take 30 minutes to go through your schedule. What do I need to prepare for? How do I need to plan out my week? Um, or is it Friday afternoon before you sign off for the weekend? All right, here's what's coming up next week. Here's what I got to probably start yeah. thinking about on Monday, blah, blah, blah. Um, but it's just taking that time to plan things out, um, taking your vacation. You have vacation time. You have to reset. Yeah. You have to clear uh, taking that time. And then, you know, they talk about too, that what you do affects your team because they see what you're doing and they're probably yeah. going to mimic it because if they see you working an hour after work, they're yeah. probably thinking, oh, I got to work an hour. You know, who, who's yeah. never said, well, I can't leave. The boss is still here. You know, that's it. So you're kind of pushing them to do your bad habits. So yeah. um, you just have in in law enforcement we talk about the fishbowl. Um, you, you're wearing a patch on your sleeve. You're you got the city on the side of your car. Um, everybody's seeing what you're doing. It's the same when you're when you're the boss or you're the leader or the manager. Everybody's watching you and they're seeing what you do and they're gonna follow suit a lot of times. So it's yep thinking about those things, taking the time. If you got to go to a baseball practice, go. If you got to take vacation to go see friends and family, go take that time. Make sure you commit to yourself so that you can be the best that you can be at work. I see why you said that should be first. You know, mm. uh, I heard I heard saying before, if it is to be, it begins with me. Um, and I'll tell you, I've, I've worked with the John Axwell team. I do trainings. Uh, I'm one of their certified facilitators. And let me tell you what I heard John Axwell say about this very subject that you're talking about. I, I just, it seemed like he was looking right at me, you know, in his John Maxwell, you know, he says he, he's our friend to everybody, but he said, uh, what good is it if you're a hero at work and a zero at home? Mm -hmm. yep. And I'm like, you know, really like then you're really just sitting at 50%. <laughs> if mm -hmm. you're a hundred percent at work and you're zero percent at home, you know, you're really just a 50 and a 50 is not yep. passing. You know, that's the way I look at it because I have to go back to yeah. math. You know, that's right. so, you know, I, I, want, I want I want both my grades, you know, to be to be passing. <laughs> right. So um, but I, I do really like he's like, you know, because sometimes I've seen it in leadership like it can see it gets contagious. Right. When you're you're hitting numbers, you're doing good, you're 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 doing you know, you're just in that momentum of doing really good. And it seems like we put all of our energy there. And uh, we're, we're, we're heroes at work and we end up being zeros in our personal life. And it starts affecting our personal health. 
we don't take time for ourselves and those types of things. And I, I like the caution that you give here. And I want to caution our podcasters is people that don't do this. So listen carefully. They don't take their vacation. They, they eat lunch at their desk all the time. They're not disciplined, nor are they trying to be intentionally disciplined in this area. They will try to make you feel guilty for doing it. Okay. So, um, just be cautious of those people. Those are what I, you know, we, we hear about baiters like, Oh, you're signing off at five o'clock or, Oh, I guess you're going to go on a vacation. Those are baiting. That's just baiting you. And, um, that's why in the airplanes, they tell you, put your oxygen mask on who first, who gets the oxygen mask first. That's it. Right. Nope. Because that's, that's survival. So, um, that's one of my responses. I'm just like, I'm putting my oxygen mask on because you know, uh, in order to help anybody else, I got to be able to breathe, you know, those yep. things first. So, all right. Well, Jason, that is awesome. You just walked yeah. us through this. I've got no podcasters. I hope you have a notes. You have anything else you want to leave us with with these six? You got to come back because I know you've got more things in this toolbox that, uh, that I want to know about. I just want to know you more. And I know our podcasters do too, but you've got any final things you want to leave us with today? Um, I guess, yeah, I mean, the biggest thing, like I said, is just is really taking the time to focus on yourself. Um, you, you know, whether it's, you know, planning, planning out how you're going to do your days, um, you know, setting time away for yourself, but just learning, expanding your knowledge base, um, growing yourself. I think that's the biggest thing is that you can't just keep doing what you're doing. Um, you know, people talked about, oh, you, you know, this definition of insanity, just keep doing what you're doing and, and expect a different result. If you're not open and willing to change, take feedback, um, commit to those different things, um, but just learning again, expanding your toolbox. Um, that's what helps me learn from the lessons. Don't just fall down and go, all right, well, I'm just going to go do that again. Um, yeah. If you're not taking anything away from it, that it, it doesn't serve any purpose. So just be open-minded, learn what you can, um, talk to different people, uh, learn um, and expand. That, that's the best thing I can I suggest. Well, you have been absolutely fabulous. And the gift of lessons is how you wrapped us up with. And, I, and it seems like you're learning from your lessons and you're able to expertly teach it to us. So we're all grateful for it. And you've got to come back because I need to know about these 10,000 lakes and I need to know a bunch of stuff about snow that I don't know about. <laughs> uh, we got to talk, you got to send me pictures of snow and so thank you for, again, your time. And thank you for guiding us through uh, this crazy world of leadership and management. And until next time, podcasters, go warm up your coffee. Get ready to go take a walk. Take a lunch break if you need to. Jason, you know, he's, he's going to write you a ticket if you don't. And, uh, you know, we'll see you next time on the eTech Leadership Table. Thank you again. Thanks, Jason. Y'all have a good day. Thanks. Appreciate it.